Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. Okay, the year is almost over. What? It's barely November. It barely started. Megan, it's the 11th month out of 12. We're in the 11th hour. (laughs) It is. It is almost (laughs) over and it just is coming so quickly. It just, it just hit me like a ton of bricks this week. I thought, oh my stars. It is almost Thanksgiving. I have got to buy the turkey. Like, I need to get mm. stuff done. When do you have to buy the turkey? Well, I don't. My mom's doing the turkey this year, and I'm doing the prime rib. So that's on my husband. So please buy the prime rib soon so that we don't find ourselves in a pickle, honey. I, yeah, I don't know. We're not doing the turkey this year. <laughs> but I've got other things i got to make. So, you know, when you just start getting in that yeah. mode of like, okay, i got to get ready. Yeah. And you know me. When someone's coming to my house or when there's something going on, all of a sudden I have to – do house projects. So mm-hmm. there's a lot going on in my house right now. Yeah. It's a little someone's bit. coming. Turn- yes, yeah, someone's coming. <laughs> my mother-in-law's on her way. And so therefore I have to paint a lot of things and, you know, clean the crannies of the cabinets with a toothbrush because she'll probably look there, insert an eye roll because they never do. But don't you feel that way? Like someone's coming over. I better hurry and deep clean like the right. storage room closet. It's like, yeah. what in the heck? Why? What's wrong with Why? you? Well, because your guests might end up in the storage room closet for who knows what reason. Well, and with my with my luck, she will wander yeah. in there. And you know what's in my storage room right now? That's my that's my uh, project for this weekend. Well, we know from a couple of weeks ago, not applesauce. No, that's gone. <laughs> no, I came down there the other day and someone had tipped over a gigantic bottle of syrup, maple syrup, and it had leaked onto a cardboard box. So thankfully, Ugh. it was all contained on a cardboard box. But there's a pool of maple syrup on this box of I don't even know what. So I just like pulled it out and I tipped it up right but now I got to go down this weekend and uh, declutter the storage room there's always something there's always something always no no rest for the righteous or the wicked or the wicked so you just gotta (laughs) choose what kind of rest you don't want (laughs) what what kind of activity you want there okay so anyways and now how are you doing do you feel a similar angst I do feel angst, but not for the holidays. I'm feeling okay. angst over this no sweets challenge oh. we have happening right now. We, You Sun and I cares. and a um, select number of wonderful friends are doing a no sweets challenge mm-hmm. till Thanksgiving. Let's be clear. Thanksgiving dinner. I'm going, I'm not going to have sugar until dinner. No, like cinnamon rolls for breakfast or. We're going to be running a race that day. That's not even practical. Well. Breakfast afterwards. No, Can we no, like go May. out for pancakes or cinnamon rolls afterwards or something May. like? Hey, we're taking it right Why down to the minute. Are you so good at this? I'm not. <gasps> I'm just chugging water all day long. I'm having the hardest time. I found the Switch Witch candy today when I was cleaning my husband's office. You lost it? Well, no. Like I told my husband, I was like, take care of this. And then I, when I was out there and I was like, you didn't even, it's, it's right here. And as I was sorting through, I thought it would just be so easy to cheat right now. It'd be so easy. And I thought, don't do it. Integrity is more important. So it is. I'm proud of you. I'm very you proud. Of you. It is equal parts wonderful mm. and nightmarish. And it's mm. actually legitimately nightmarish. In my dream the other night, I was eating cupcake. <laughs> and that was it. That was the dream. And I woke up and I thought, oh man, I lost. I ate sugar. It's over for me. And then you know how you kind of come back and you're like, oh, it was. Just a dream. So that was yeah. a relief. But then last night, yeah. I dreamt I was eating Trace Leches cake. What? That was my dream. What? Just eating Trace Leches cake. <laughs> and I woke up today and thought, I'm so disappointed that wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. That is where I'm at right now. That is so funny. So is this the longest you've ever gone without sugar? Like, have you ever done this before? Well, I've, we've done Whole30, which oh. is... That, you know, that's a whole nother beast, but essentially that is, you know, the no treats, no okay. sugar, none of that fun stuff. So it's fine. I can still eat all the regular yeah. food. I'm oh, not yeah, yeah. being ridiculous about anything else, right? but just not eating actual sweets or desserts or Well, I tell people it's the conspicuous sugar. Yeah. So like, yeah. if it's obviously a sugar product, mm-hmm. we're not going to do it. But right, like, right, right, right. I'm not going to be weird about, you know, salad dressing. I'm no. not weird. No, that's Same, weird. same. So no, uh... Yeah. I'm I don't so know. How do you? I think it's just because when I did Whole30 or uh-huh. when I've done other challenges, I've uh-huh. never actually been running or training for things. So knowing that 
I've run. Do you ever have that mentality? You're like, oh, well, I ran today so I can eat. Yes. This. Yes. Yeah. That's me every day. Yes. And so it's really hard. I'm like, I ran today, but I still can't eat it. <laughs> It's really sad. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's good. I actually feel really good. I feel fantastic. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's How are you a, sleeping? Really great. Other I, than the nightmares. I, well, I mean, I get to eat what I want in my dreams. Yeah. So I sleep great. Yeah. Do you know, between the no sugar and I started taking magnesium yes. before bed like yes. two months ago, I sleep like a baby every yeah. night. You okay? I love that you think it's those two things. Um, I think you should also consider the fact that you're like exercising a lot, and you're hustling from pre-dawn to post-dusk. Like Like, my brain cannot actually handle anymore. Yeah, I think by the time you get into your bed, your brain's like (laughs) ta-ta. And I lay there with my eyes open, like (laughs) in a coma. Where'd my brain go? (laughs) What happened? Your husband rolls in. Megan, are you okay? (laughs) No, I don't even know. I actually don't even know. It's calling 911. Oh, man. I like that you think it's the no sugar and magnesium, but I think it's also, there's some other things too that contribute. There are a lot of really good factors totally. all helping. But totally. what are you sleeping better now that you're no sugaring? I always sleep better with no sugar. Mm-hmm. Always. The only, th- the only thing that bugs me about this no sugar thing is now when I do have sugar, I can feel it immediately. I have a stomach ache. Now I've become kind of sensitive to it. So I have a really bad stomach ache and I break out instantly. Mm. So I had a, I shared a cupcake with my family over the weekend when I was in Austin. Right. And I broke out the next day. Like it just, Mm. it's, it's annoying. So I hate that I've created this sensitivity to it, but Mm. I do sleep good. And I like, I like feeling in control mentally, like (laughs) seeing a Snickers and be like, get out of my face. Like, I feel good. Yeah, this will shock listeners, but we really yeah. like feeling in control. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, well, before we get into the uh, business at hand, mm-hmm. if we want to remind our listeners that if they have not already left a review or followed us on Instagram, please do. That would be the best holiday gift to give us this year. We have nothing else on our wish list, right? Not no. a single thing. No. And it's really fun to see the connection when someone will text us on Instagram say and say, I listened to this episode and this was so funny. Or they will respond and then they get to hear their response in an episode. Like mm-hmm. the circle is really fun. So yeah, yeah, follow us on Instagram, A for Effort Podcast, really easy. And we tend to post semi-entertaining things. Yeah. And if you hear your submission, share it, please. It's fun. Tag us. And then another matter of business, because the holidays are coming up, you might want to consider taking a look look at gab gear. That's what I'm calling it, the general term for all the gab technology. Mm-hmm. So Megan's son has a watch, and my kids are getting a watch soon. And I feel like their products just make it easier as a parent to let the kids roam free and have an actual childhood. It'll make it easier for them to call home when they get into trouble. So listeners of A for Effort will get an exclusive discount using the code A4Effort, all caps, all one word. And we'll post a link to our Instagram to make it even easier. But I think that'd make a really good Christmas gift. A phenomenal Christmas yeah, gift. The kids will be excited, I think. Yeah. Okay, so today we're talking about um oh, just bleeding money with regard to children mm-hmm. and all the ways that we do that. It's very easy. This episode was actually sparked by my second born, who, I kid you not, walked into his classroom today to drop something off, and I saw a coat on the wall, and I said, Miss Fenn, his teacher, is that Sam's coat? And she said, why, yes, it is. And I looked over, and he has a coat on his body. And I said, Sam, here is the coat that you lost a month ago. I just found it hanging up on the hook. He's on his third coat this season, Miss mm-hmm. Megan, third coat. And um, not too long ago, he came bounding out of school like a cute little bunny with no laces in his shoes. Mm-hmm. He was flopping around like a caveman. And when I said, <laughs> son, where are your shoelaces? Pray tell. He said, I don't know, mother. And I said, what do you mean, son? I don't know, mother. Did you take them out? <laughs> I don't recall. Did someone take them from you? I cannot say. It was all a mystery. It was all a mystery. So I posted this on Instagram and I said to people, where did his laces go? And they did not disappoint in their answers. They never do. Mm -hmm. Someone said 
he took out his laces to build something at recess. Yeah, naturally. That feels like a possibility. Mm -hmm. He could have done that. Yeah. Someone said he took them off to tie something together. Look amongst his toys. Oh, implying he took them off before he even left the house. I think I wouldn't have known, but who knows? That child, who knows? I should probably just look around the playground toys. I'm sure they could be there. Yeah. Someone said a rude kid stole them. Now, if that's true, and a bully took his shoelaces, good on him. He could have punched. Uh. He could have punched. <laughs> he could have put him in a locker. He could have done something way worse. And all he yeah. did was take his laces. All right, but I'm still gonna have a talk with his mother. He must have really needed those shoelaces. Well, that's a good point. Maybe it wasn't a bully. Maybe it was a, uh, I don't know. What's that kid's name from Scrooge? The, the broken leg. What's his name? Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. <laughs> it was a Tiny Tim-like character. In which case, have those. And many more. We have many more laces. Just come find us. I hope those laces saved his life. <laughs> I hope they, they kept his shoes on. <laughs> and then the last answer was um, he used them at recess to go fishing. And I think that is just so idyllic. I hope and wish that was the case, but I don't believe it is. Have you ever walked around the playground? I wonder if his shoelaces are actually tied to the play structure somewhere. I will look around. Tied around a tree branch. I will look around. But... This is how clever I am. He got home and I thought, well, those are my favorite shoes and they are no longer. How dumb am I, Megan? I went, I thought, no, Amanda, buy new shoelaces. Yeah. Be resourceful. Yeah. So I went and I bought eight pairs of shoelaces. So that, <laughs> don't make that face. He's probably going to lose them again. Eight? Eight pairs? No, no, no. I Four pairs. Four pairs. Eight. Eight total. It's a little better. That's still a lot of shoelaces. He's going to lose. You lose them once, you lose them four times. I am not going to take this (laughs) risk again. I like those shoes and we're keeping them on. And I even got longer laces this time. So I could double knot them and there's no chance they're coming off his feet. I have to be the one to take them off his feet now. Good. good. Well, good for you. Thank you. That sounds awful, actually. It was a unique experience, I will say. I'll post the pictures of his shoes. It seriously was the most bizarre thing I've ever experienced with that kid. That's sweet boy. Now, Miss Megan... And call you that because... You've called me Miss Megan twice tonight. It makes me nervous. That's because my two-year-old has started calling me Miss Amanda. I love that. Because your daughter calls me Miss Amanda, which is good. <laughs> That's what I want everyone to call me, Miss Amanda. But um, what do you spend the most money on when it comes to your kids? Besides food? Whatever. You can food. answer whatever you like. Besides food, which is natural because I, apparently kids have to eat. Unfortunately. That's, there's that. Yeah. Okay. Pants. 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 Okay. Either the child grows out of them unreasonably fast. Uh-huh. Or uh-huh. they put holes in the knees on their inaugural outing. Yes. Or they just disappear. Yes, of course. I am about to insist that my older son, or my oldest son, and my oldest daughter wear shorts through the winter due to ah. the number of pants that they either wear out or grow out of. Sure. And you know what else is maddening? I buy pants for my second born son because as I said, the oldest son wears all the knees out of his pants so we can't hand them down. Right. And my second born refuses to wear said new pants because they quote, don't feel right. What What's wrong with them? I would love to know. If you want to try to ask him that and get oh. a better response out of him than I can, that would be wonderful. It doesn't matter from which store I buy them or what the material is made of. If he knows they are new, he hates them. If he knows they're new, he won't wear them. Hmm. So by the time he's desperate enough to wear them, he's mostly outgrown them. Oh. So pants just take all my money. I, do, I have yeah. learned that if I take the price tag off, and just wrinkle them up and put them in the drawer. Uh-huh. He has no idea that they're new. And I can get him to wear pants that way. Okay. What if you like put him through the wash once before he put them on? And then he wouldn't even know. Then he really wouldn't know. The new smell would even be gone. Maybe. Try yeah. that. Yeah. I wondered when idea. you said this, I wondered if it's the buttons right on their hip. Because hmm. my son recently, I bought those new pants. You know, kids kids' pants have the button yeah, yeah. right on their pelvic bone. Yeah, the elastic on the inside yeah. that you can adjust the yeah. waist size. Yeah. And my son was like, Mom, these buttons drive me crazy. Huh. So then I started thinking, oh, maybe, it's, maybe it, is your son bothered by such a thing? Maybe. Does he have sensitive pelvic bones? <laughs> that sounds quite common. <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't know. Mine are super, super <laughs> unsensitive. <laughs> They've been through a lot. (laughs) 
I'm not gonna make any more jokes. What would that be like? Oh geez. So, anyways, check out check out the button. I don't know. Ask. Yeah. Yeah. And washing them, I think washing them ahead of time is a great idea. I will do that. But pants are the bane of my parental existence. How funny. That that reminds me. I knew a kid in New York who was like eight years old, and her mom told me once that she hates the feel of underwear. So, but she was very, she needed, she wanted to wear underwear, but she was very particular about it. So like as Hmm. an eight-year-old, her mom would buy her like size 14 underwear and it was all crinkly and wrinkly. You know, it's huge. It's huge on this little girl. Yeah. But that was all she would wear. And it was just this weird thing. And her mom was always like, yeah, I don't know where it's all, but like you could see it bunched up under her leggings. Like what's going on? (laughs) And the mom's like, I don't even ask. Like that is literally all she'll wear. Kids just have these finicky little personalities, don't they? Yeah. Well, it makes sense in regards to boys with boxers or briefs preference. We should ask this because I still don't understand how anyone can wear boxers. Those seem really bunchy. I have one son who will only wear boxers. And I have one son who wears boxer briefs. He doesn't like boxers. What are boxer briefs? They're they are the shape of boxers, you know, like they have they go a little longer, uh-huh. but they're form fitting. Oh, that's what my son wears. Yeah, those are boxer briefs. Well, so what are just briefs? Underwear. Oh, just normal, like Body normal tatties. cut. Yeah, okay, normal, normal cut, cut underwear. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Wow, so, I just learned something. I yeah, didn't so know the boys that. have three options. And wow. well, girls have many, so that makes sense that boys should have a few. Really? We have oh, many? Yeah. What do you mean? No. No, we can't talk about Everything's it here. Everything's form girl- fitting on girls. You don't have the option to go loosey goosey like yes, size fourteen cool. underwear. I guess you could, but then yeah. As a, can you imagine as an adult wearing oh. like underwear four times too big oh, for you source. and what that's gonna look like? Don't even. Tease. That's not an option. No, that's not it's right. Not an option. That's not right, guys. It's an option for yeah. us. Not so much. I don't feel like that'd be very comfortable. We should ask a guy. We should get a guy on here. Do we know any guys? What? <laughs> oh no! We better start looking around. <laughs> Anyways, why? Okay, what's we? We're not talking about underwear this whole episode. What else are we talking about? We are talking about what parents spend all their money on, and we asked other parents what they are constantly just lighting dollar bills on yep. fire for. Yep, bleeding money. Yep, and there were a lot of very similar responses. Mm-hmm. So, should we get into it? Let's do it. All right. One listener said craft supplies Mm. my kids go through them like there is no tomorrow okay i am not joking this just reminded me that during that science fair project that we had to do last week we went through 10 glue sticks i am out i had to scour my entire house for glue sticks and it got i'm not joking the very last picture we had to glue on with super glue because we were out fresh and i was even getting it out with a q-tip 10, 10 glue sticks. So I got to order some right now. I'm too order funny. Yeah. Order a pack for me too because okay. we ran out of glue before the okay. science fair. So all of my children's items were taped to their <gasps> boards. Taped. But not like obviously taped. I, you know how you kind of like wrap the tape around itself and make a little like yes. out of sight? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's how yes. I put together my daughter's entire wax museum board. You're kidding me. Tape. You're kidding Tape because we were out of glue and I was not going to go out just to get a glue sticker, stick or a bottle of glue because oh, yeah. obviously I was oh, putting yeah. it together the night before it was due. Absolutely. So. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. Okay. So, uh, if I get a 30 count, do you want 15? I'll take 15. Is that Sounds enough? great. Yeah. Let me sit, add it to my bill. Okay. I got you. Okay, great. Thank so, you. and the other thing I was going to add to this listener who says that they go through a lot of craft supplies. Um, I have a crafter in my home. For Christmas last year, we got the Lakeshore Learning. Um, have you seen it? It's like a craft, uh, like storage container. Okay. And it's, you know, it's yay big, maybe. Like a caboodle? What's a caboodle? What is that? <laughs> oh, man. A caboose? Google caboodle. Junk in the trunk? What do you say? <laughs> Google it. A caboodle? Oh, What's that? I've never aging, even heard that e- word. I'm, you are drawing a clear line between our ages right now. A caboodle. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't know that's what it was called. I had one of those when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that's what it was called. Those are super great. Oh, my goodness. No, not a caboodle. Okay. Imagine, imagine a, um, oh, my brain right now. A compartment where you have all these little drawers. Yeah. What do you call that? Just like a, sto- a, a storage a storage box. Yeah. Like a bunch of little drawers. Uh-huh. And it probably has 20 drawers. But in it comes with its own craft supplies. So in one is 
sequins and one is feathers and one is beads. Like it has all these things. But the Lakeshore Learning sells this craft kit. Mm -hmm. It's not cheap. It's like 60 bucks. Mm -hmm. But my daughter has had it on her desk for like a year. And every time a child comes over, they want to go to this craft box because you can just pull out these drawers. It comes with glue. It comes with all these fun things. So if you have a kid that likes to craft, 10 out of 10 recommend this Lakeshore Learning craft kit. I'll post it on our Instagram because that would be really fun. If you are a parent who doesn't mind sequins and feathers and beads Mm -hmm. in your house, that sounds like a really great purchase. Well, luckily there's no glitter. They were that Mm. smart. They were that smart. What a, what a blessing. Yeah. (laughs) They stopped at the sequins. Absolutely. Um, I don't, I don't like, I don't like replenishing craft stuff. I can respect creativity in kids. Okay. But sometimes I sit there and watch them plow through an entire bottle of glue and a stack of construction paper and abuse the markers. Mm -hmm. And it's a little bit like watching money burn while simultaneously praising those lighting the matches for their creative genius. Totally. You're doing such a great job spending all of my money. Uh, yeah, spending money on consumables for kids can be a little difficult for me to get behind. Really? Yeah, I so struggle. So, if with your it. kids use all the markers, are you're not going to buy fresh ones, or what's your plan? Not until a natural time, the beginning of the school year, when school okay. supplies are on sale. Okay. Then I will stock up. Okay. But no, if there's got to be a natural time. Okay. To restock the craft stuff, I am not just willy nilly saying, "Oh, use the black." Oh, bummer. It's not working anymore. I'll buy you a brand new set of markers. Like, mm. no, you get you get to use what you have until we naturally just need to buy a new pack. Mm-hmm. That kind of surprises me because you have a lot of crafters. You have a lot of left brain children. So you probably go through a lot of craft supplies. We go through a lot of craft supplies. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. They have to make do. And they've learned to really appreciate colored pencils. But I like that too because I like the idea of using things to completion. So I also, I don't buy craft supplies willy nilly. Mm. But... I like that. Let's use every single marker until it runs out. Like mm-hmm. then I really feel like I got my money's worth and then yeah. it's easier for me to replenish later. Yeah. 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 Like that. Okay. That's how I feel. Oh, well, okay. Similarly, another listener wrote in and said, art supplies. Covered that. we just talked about. And socks. <laughs> and socks. And shoes. And socks. End quote. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense because they get the most beating and the most use. But kids' shoes are not cheap. Mm-mm. I feel like I'm just buying my son new shoes every four to six months. And he just he just picked up on shoe brands. Ooh. So now he'll come to me and be like, hey, mom, can I have a pair of, you know, Nike Air Maxes? And I'm like, uh, no, hard pass. Those are $100 shoes for an eight-year-old boy. Nay, you can earn your money. You can yeah. do that with your own money, but no. What an exciting milestone for you in parenting. Is your are your kids there yet? Fun. No, they do no. Really? No. Why is my son there? How how do you handle brand requests? Do you just say you have to to earn money and pay for that if you want that specific? If they want something extraordinary like that, Mm -hmm. I would usually say you're gonna pay for half of it. I don't that is not necessary. Yeah. With the, so at the beginning of school year, he said, Mom, I really want Nikes. Mm. And he wanted these Nike Air Maxes. And I said, I'm sorry. I'm not going to buy those for you. But I will buy these more practical Nike. Like, it still has a swish. You can run better in them, frankly. Like, yeah. And so did that make a hold him over? Yeah. Yeah. I would make a compromise. He's not, yeah. you know, he doesn't care. He's not what? I was like, he's not <laughs> smart enough to push back. He's a very smart kid. Yeah. He's, he's bright okay no my kids are not concerned about brands at this point in time I love it I do too we're gonna keep it that way but also my burning question is where do the socks go because in my daughter's laundry last weekend there were six socks without matches like where are they and luckily it's trendy for kids to wear mismatched socks so we are right on par with the trend we've nailed it but I've gotten wise with my boys and all of their socks are exactly the same so mm. it doesn't matter if one gets lost, then it just, it's fine. Cause eventually another one's going to get lost, but then those two loners they can be up. matched up together. Yeah, yeah. It all works out in the end. Yeah. But my daughters share socks because mm-hmm. their feet are almost the same size, which is weird. Oh. And they are different colors. And so I can't find, I had six, six different colors and patterns. None of them had a match. I mean, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy theories about socks disappearing, right? Mm. Some people say that, like, the washing, the dryer, it really does get sucked somewhere into the dryer. 
but how could that make sense? Wouldn't your dryer like explode? Yeah, there's nowhere for it to go. Like there's a secret sock trap door. Well, no, people say that sometimes they can like get down in the lint and then get sucked down through the lint area, which Well, I know be that's not the obscure. case because my husband did just clean the entire lint. Oh, he did? What, what uh, is that tube? Called? Yeah, the dryer vent, yeah. like all yeah. the way from inside to outside. No socks. Two weeks ago. Zero socks. And do you check behind the dryer? No. Like behind, back behind? Why would I check behind the dryer? Well, because what if they, what if it, while you transition them, they fall behind? Okay, why are, you asked where did they go, but, but maybe it seems like you haven't done any work to actually find the answer to that question. <laughs> I if look I, in between the washer and dryer and they're not there, but no clothes are ever on top of the dryer. So why would they be behind the dryer? Because they're tiny little things and they just wiggle right out of your hands. You just walk right over there. They're socks, of course. Do not joke. That's probably <laughs> how it happens. We're going to check behind the washer before I go because right. you got to really just check everywhere. But honestly, just throw away the mismatched ones. I have a pile of mismatched mm -hmm. and every few months I'll go through and match them. And then if I can't find them after a few times, I just toss them. Not even worth it. Wise words. Very yeah. wise words. Yeah, very good. Okay. Another listener wrote in to say they spend all their money on winter gloves and hats. Oh my gosh. I had no idea this subject was going to get me so enraged. <laughs> I thought that I would be safe with this, but here I am. Listen, this gets me to my core. So I have all of our snow gear organized under the stairs in the basement. As you do. And every full moon, my boys feel the need to go wander into that obscure cabinet that's like out of sight, out of mind. And they come out with mittens and ski goggles on a bright sunny day. <laughs> and then they will go play like baseball. Hmm. I have a video. I kid you not. I will show it to you after this. Of my boys playing football with mittens on their hands and I I looked out the window and went what am I seeing what am I seeing and then what happens to those gloves Megan they sit outside they sit outside for weeks months until the next winter season or summer season in our fat in our case mm -hmm. because there is no one responsible in my family to pick up the mittens and put them back in their home I didn't get them out I'm not going to put them away. <laughs> but it seems like no one else is going to put them away. So he, so every so they're going to be just like the socks. They're going to yeah. get up and just wiggle their way right really back is. into the closet. It really is. And this listener hit it right on the head because we're going into the winter months. You need to go now and you need to buy the cheapest pair of winter gloves and hats because they will be gone. It's a one and done deal with those types of things. <laughs> you are so well organized. I'm impressed. Uh, I also admire any of the families that buy their kids winter gear early in the season. Mm. Like you just said right now, but it is winter gear season now. I yes. admire the families who bought the stuff when it was released at Costco in August, right? People apparently are buying snow pants in August. Okay. It isn't rare for the first snow or the first ski day to come around in our family and one kid's snow pants are too small and another can only find one glove and another one's coat zipper is broken, yes. but didn't think to bring that up until five minutes before they're all supposed to leave yes. for the slopes. Yes. Yes. 100%. Every year. Yep. Every year. Yep. And that's when you look at all of your children and say, you guys... You you can you can take care of yourselves. You will be just fine. No one is going to freeze. Goodbye and good luck. Yeah, good luck. That's yep. usually how I end it. Well, good yep. luck. Yep, it's gonna be fine. You're not gonna die. Have fun. Yeah. So then we are the ones at Costco in December. Yes. Buying whatever's left. We all do it. Don't beat up on yourself. We all do it. Thank you. So one listener wrote in and said that they are constantly spending money on their friends birthday party gifts their kids friends birthday party gifts yeah this is tricky with each yeah. of us having four kids the birthday party invites seem to be never ending I'm also very lame and I make my kids give books as gifts because books are not given enough to kids in my opinion we both love books mm -hmm. and you can never have too many books so I will always be that lame parent or aunt or friend who gifts books to kids so Costco for us is our money saver that's where we get a lot of good quality chapter books in bulk and picture books in bulk to squirrel away for gifts that's how we we minimize the friend's birthday party gift expenses. Do you have any words of wisdom to impart or feelings on this? 
No, because I love it. You, I might be the the minority, but I love getting get, getting books as gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, does Costco have the best deals on books? I always wonder. Like, is that the best place to get books? Typically, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, especially the series, the books series. That is accurate. Yeah. If you see the Nancy Drew books at Costco, anyone snatch those up because mm. I tried to find them for my daughter before they were at Costco mm-hmm. and they are hundreds of dollars and then Costco came out with this set and it was 30 bucks yeah so yeah. I bought them all yeah. yeah they have a great deal you can buy one of those boxes of you know who who was who uh-huh and uh, you can buy well, at one point they had the what's the unicorn book series oh my daughters love it yeah Anyway, so you can be clever. Like, I wouldn't buy a book series that's like books one through six and then gift book three to someone, right? You got to be a little more thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah. Intentional. But they do have usually some really great book options for birthday gifts. So when I see something good, I'll buy like three copies of it or, you know, the box set if it doesn't rely on, you know, book one and two first. Yeah. 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 Costco for the very win. clever, but this person is right. Yeah, you're there are birthday parties every weekend, every single weekend. Mm-hmm. I think people need to start doing what you do. Don't have birthday parties. I was parties. gonna say, we don't do anything, <laughs> that's why I <laughs> like it. So lame, don't do birthday parties. That's what people need to start doing. Okay, yeah. well, that's really sound advice. Thank you. Everyone's Thank you. gonna listen to that. Yeah, that's okay. gonna be good. All right. Yep. Another listener wrote in and said they spend all their money on extracurricular classes and sports that their kids are excited about that they then fight to get them to go to. Yes. Mm. Indeed. Indeed. Welcome to parenting. This is a lesson of, uh, in, of, I don't know, a lesson in when you commit to something, you commit. Mm. We're going to do this. My four-year-old wanted to play soccer this last fall, so we signed him up. It was a terrible time for all of us, a dark, dark time. (laughs) But despite all of us not wanting to go every week, I would just chug some Zip Fizz Mm -hmm. straight, just the dust, and drag us out of there just out of principle because every single time I'd ask myself, why are we doing this? And I thought, well, because he needs to, he made this commitment to his team, team, (laughs) in quotes, with an eye roll, whatever that means. (laughs) They're all just rolling around on the grass like hot dogs. (laughs) And we would go. And the season ended, and I'm not even joking. They all stayed around for a pizza party. And I said, sayonara, grab my kids. And I was like, we're never coming back here. (laughs) (laughs) But that is why you are a rock star mom teaching your kids the important life lessons of commitment. Soccer moms are on another level. The amount of stuff you have to schlep around to soccer games in particular and practices is incredible. Whoa. What? Hold, hold, Hold on here, lady. This we have to bring a water bottle and the clothes on our body. You don't bring anything to like sit on or no. things to entertain your kids or snacks or no. Because you bring you take all your kids. I do, but I just take a blanket. Have you seen the hockey bag that you lug back and forth from your your oldest child's hockey? My oldest child is old enough to schlep it around himself. Which is great. I don't have to help with that. That and is huge. My other kids are old enough that they don't have to come to hockey games anymore. And for hockey practice, I drop him off. No one is actually there watching. It's a whole nother phase of life, right? I don't have to be there. I don't have to drag my kids out. Yeah. So yeah, it's very minimal for us because we don't like, you're still taking your whole family, all of your kids yeah. to your other kids' activities. You have to think on a whole nother level. I take one chair and I sit in it. And then I tell everyone else, when you're 18, you also may sit in a chair. But until now, you will sit on the grass and you will braid the grass because we don't bring toys to soccer games. And then you will cheer on your brother just as loud as I do. What will you say if that son asks to play soccer again? Of course. Of course. <laughs> well, I guess. I guess. I love it. I love it. It's like, it's like you and hockey. It's yeah. fun. It is fun to support your kids in something. Yeah. And he's on this good track right now. So we're going to keep doing it. And it's his team is phenomenal. His coach mm. is phenomenal. Like, I would stick with them until the, the end of the earth. But um, it's a lot. I mean, it's it's not cheap. You you Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But, I mean your four-year-old. 
Not, oh, not your four year old. Not your other son who loves oh, soccer. Back up. Back up. Yeah. <laughs> what I will you? My what? I, I, yeah, I was wondering. What will you say yeah. if your four year old asks to play soccer again? He will, we will pick a different team. But also, I'm trying to dissuade him from playing soccer because his older brother plays soccer. Mm. I would really love for them to have their separate hmm. sports. What are you going to encourage him he, to do? He has really enjoyed tennis. Mm -hmm. And he, he has really good hand-eye coordination. Baseball. Very good. He, so, baseball. yeah, baseball, very tennis, good at that. or um, golf. Those are the yeah. three that we were thinking of for him. So, yeah. We'll see. We'll get him in something soon. But he's four. So, I feel like i got a little bit of time. And also, I remind myself, you're four. Uh I'm not going to voluntarily drag you to two practices a week. That's right. crazy. So no, I will probably say no to the four-year-old, but the seven-year-old, he has no yeah. choice. He's locked in for life. Yeah. But I don't think he would ever complain about. No, 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 no. Yeah. Good. Okay. Along these same lines, would you like a shocking statistic? I live for those. Yes. Yes. Here we go. It is no secret that kids' competitive activities are expensive. Uh -huh. You just touched on that. But one study found that nearly eight in 10 parents have gone into debt because of their children's competitive activities. You're kidding me. Yeah. That was one of the major findings in a recent lending, lending tree survey of more than 1,000 parents with kids ages 18 and younger. You're kidding. Eight out of 10 parents have gone into debt for their kids' activities. Okay, so so there is an interesting debate behind this then because I'm going to lay something out here, okay? Keep telling your thoughts. Do people go into debt because they understand the importance of kids playing team sports? That's one thought. Mm -hmm. Or are those parents dumb because they are not, their priorities are mixed up? I guess that's, a, is, are, do with some people say that is very dumb because they have their priorities mixed up. You should not go into debt for your child's sports. I don't. I don't think you should go into debt. Period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if I, you know, if my son is excelling at a certain sport and I feel like this could be his big break, mm -hmm. quote unquote, who knows? Mm -hmm. Would I be willing to to pinch some pennies? Yeah. Yeah, I probably would. Yeah. Well, I think it's important to determine. When it's a want and when it becomes a need, right? Like kids need, kids have a lot of needs. We just mm -hmm. talked about them. Pants, socks, shoes, mm -hmm. winter gear. But do they really need the extracurriculars? Mm. Interesting. And maybe that's why like it's a little gut-wrenching to spend all that money on something that we may never actually be sure is benefiting sure. our kids or not. Sure. Especially when our kids make it clear that they have zero desire to be there after the first practice. Yeah. Don't you just sit there and go, why are we, why are we doing this? Yes. This is not benefiting anyone. Yes. But parents want to give their kids a leg up mm -hmm. in any way possible. And there are so many studies that say this is beneficial. And the social pressure is yeah. real as well. So we shell out money like it's an investment. We are yep. investing not just in our kids, but also it's a place for parents to socialize and network with other parents. Yep. So maybe it is money well spent. Yeah. I don't know. It's tricky. It's tricky. I mean, this, we might have to do a whole other episode just on kids and sports mm. because I feel very strongly that team sports are important. Right. I do. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of skills to be learned and it doesn't have to be expensive. If you choose to go a competitive route, mm -hmm. then it's going to be expensive, but you could just as easily play rec sports your entire life. Mm-hmm. And have a similar experience and learn the same things, right? Yeah. But I've heard a st I've heard studies that say that kids who are involved in team sports up through high school tend to get better grades mm -hmm. and to stay out of trouble because yeah. there is this sense of responsibility to the team, especially if you're on a high school team. Because a lot of high school teams, you have to have a certain GPA mm -hmm. to be on the team. So there's a lot of these school athletes who generally really thrive and yeah. do well despite the, the, the stress levels or the practices or the, the stress on your time. Right. They do really well. Yeah. So I don't know. That's a kind of interesting idea, but mm. I didn't. What a statistic. Man, you know I live for statistics. I thought that one was crazy. Yeah, I love that. Okay, this next listener wrote in that they are, she is constantly spending money on water bottles. Also, not a cheap item. Mm-mm. 
I once tried to buy water bottles at the dollar store. How'd that go? Yeah, not well. (laughs) Um, You, because yeah, I bought them at the dollar store because I thought, well, if they get lost, I won't worry about it so much. But Megan, you ha- you cannot put those in the dishwasher. Otherwise, it comes out as some a completely new product. It comes out <laughs> as like a spoon. So it's not. Is it worth buying the dollar store water bottles or no? Probably not. Which water bottles are your favorite? Clearly, it's not the Dollar Tree ones. No. So what water bottles have you found hold up? Well, my I'm, the Gatorade water bottle, the green and orange ones. We use a lot of those. You do. We do. But um, the, you know, the character juices things. Oh, I already knew the answer to this question because thanks to you, I have a bunch of these floating around in my own kid's cup drawer. Yeah. That's not necessarily a water bottle. It doesn't hold a lot of liquid, but we use a ton of those. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're novel and kind of the bonus is they don't hold a lot of liquid, which is not a terrible thing considering one of my daughters has the bladder the size of a pea. Yeah. So. Yeah. That was probably a bad example. A bladder the size of a peanut. That's just as bad. I mean, both are concerning. I know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we get it. We get it. Well, the other thing that I just discovered about the character juice things that I like is when multiple kids come over, I can say to them, you are the dinosaur. You are the cat. Mm-hmm. And it's easier to keep track of them. Yeah, that's why. So, and they're so cheap. Mm-hmm. So anyways, mm-hmm. get the water. Get those things. Get those. But I don't like to buy... The real nice, like metal reusable water bottles for kids because they're gone. Mine have held on to theirs pretty well, but the Amazing. brand that we use, they are obnoxiously bright patterns. Okay. So they're hard to miss. What are they? They're Jarlson. Their water huh. bottles from Amazon, but they're very highly rated. They don't huh. leak. I don't think they leak. I've never had any issues with them. Okay. They are dishwasher friendly, which is mandatory. Yeah, absolutely. In my house. Yeah. Um, they're just easy to keep track of. Huh. We have not lost each. I bought each of my kid last year uh-huh. one water bottle and one of them lost their water bottle, I think at Disneyland. But besides that, none of them have lost any of their water bottles. And oh. I bought that one son a replacement uh-huh. and we still have it. Wow. It hasn't been lost. And they've wow. taken them to school and different activities and on different family trips. And wow. they keep coming back. But yeah. Case in point. You know that green Gatorade water bottle that I tell you we use all the time? Yeah. I was drinking out of it today. Passed it over to my son. He drinks out of it. I looked at the bottom. It says Milo. <laughs> and I looked at it and went, what the heck? I took it back. I'm like, whose water bottle is this? So somewhere in all of our sports activities, my son must have switched with some other kids. We've been drinking out of Milo's Gatorade <laughs> bottle all week. And I'm pretty darn sure I didn't wash it when it came home. I'm pretty sure we all just like pass it around <laughs> on the car. Right so Gross. now we all have Milo's germs. I was, I was trying so hard not to like barf in my mouth as I was thinking about <laughs> drinking it. And then I thought Milo has my water bottle. Milo has Sam's. Yeah. Actually, just this last week, a uh, group message went around on my oldest son's hockey team app uh-huh. that was complaining that the boys are all using each other's water bottles, okay. which isn't super concerning to me, I guess. It's kind of gross because they're like 11 and 12-year-old boys. Yeah, they're gross. Uh, yeah, they are really gross. Yeah. But one of the boys has a peanut allergy. And so the parent was saying, look, we can't share water bottles. He's allergic to peanuts. Interesting. I guess. Yeah. So anyway, I, you know, I won't bash it. Food allergies are nothing to mess with, but it was kind of funny. So now they said every boy needs to bring their own water bottle and quit having a communal water bottle. No more sharing. Interesting. But, but it's tricky because hockey water bottles are very sport specific. I know. They are obnoxious and they're very easy to mix up. They all look the same. We have lost more of those. It's the long straw squirt ones, right? Yeah. 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 Lacrosse is the same. Yeah. Because they've got to fit through the helmet. Yeah. Those water bottles. Those are awful. I've written our last name in like big, bold, all over the... We still lose them. They're gone. They're gone forever. crazy. So crazy. Oh, those water bottles. All right. So let's see. Oh, now I came across making an interesting article that mapped out which states spend the most on their kids annually. Oh, fascinating. Yeah, you gave me some statistics. Well, I'll give you some, you know, tip for tat. That's how this works. Love it. So make an educated guess on who spends the most money on their kids. Think about all 50 states. Yeah, yeah. Really? Well, just the continental 48. No, let's take it down to 42 just for kicks. Okay. Well, you don't even need to narrow it down that much. I, it's either, it either has to be New York or California. Okay. Why do you say that? Because New York and California have 
families that spend a lot of money on silly things. That's not right. No, because there's a lot of wealth in New York and California, and okay. there's a lot of emphasis on well-rounded kids getting okay. into college. All right. That's not generalizing at all. <laughs> you asked. I'm going to no, tell I you. I played right into it. Okay. So which one so, is it? Um, it n- neither. Neither. What? Parents in Washington, D.C. So it's kind of it's kind of hard because it's not, oh, it's tricky. It's not a state. No, yes. no, no. But listen, parents in Washington, D.C. spend the most per year, 17, $17,900, $18,000 a year on their kid. Per, per kid? kid? Per kid. North Carolina is number two. Really? With 17,600. Okay, so those two are the most, Washington, D.C. And, and North Carolina. They spend the most, which is perplexing because you would think in New York, they would spend a lot. But I think New York City, mm. when you take the average the of the rest state, of the, state, the rest of the state, out. yes. And that makes sense for California, too. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. If you live in a big city in California, you're going to be spending a lot. But like people yeah. in Fresno, you're spending like a normal amount. Okay, so now guess People which Fresno? They don't Fresno. Where even is Fresno? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm, I'm teasing. Okay, now what? Si- what states spend the least? Hmm. I am going to go with New Mexico on this because okay. there are very few winter sports. No ocean for surfing. It's too hot to be outside a ton. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with New Mexico, but uh, South Dakota. No, North Dakota. Was a close second. Why do you just keep naming all the states? You've literally just named like 10. I said New Mexico and... Alabama, Arizona, Arizona. Alaska. Idaho. Did you learn that song? Oh, of course. I have it memorized. (laughs) Um, Okay, so what's your final answer? Least spending state in the U.S.? Are you going to stick with New Mexico? Uh, I'm going to go with New North Dakota, Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Neither. Ah, what is it? Montana and Kansas tied. What? $2,000 huh. a year per kid. Why am I not living there? Why am I, I not know. living there? He says the lady who's from uh, there. I know. So they were the least and then closely followed by Oklahoma, Idaho, and Louisiana. Okay. So those five are the most lowest spending at around $2,000. Okay. Also, that's hilarious because look at your next question. Last trivia question for you. Mm-hmm. What's the average amount of money that parents spend on their kids in the U.S. average. So I just gave you yeah. the top. I just gave you the bottom. What's the average? Well, I knew this question was coming. And look okay. at my answer. As a typical uh-huh. Kansan, look at my answer. I see it. It's exactly what Kansans spend. I guessed $2,000. So now that you have clarified 2000 is the low and you said 18000 is uh-huh. the high, uh-huh. I'm going to guess like 7000 7 or 8 That's very logical. Now, before I tell you the answer... Do you think you spend, just do some. I So I knew this episode was coming, right? And okay. tonight as I was driving my daughter to her gymnastics class uh-huh. and knew my son had hockey practice, I started to do some mental math in my head for how much we probably spend as a family. I can say that we are not spending the most per kid. We're sure. not even close to it. Sure. Which is comforting. Very much so. But we are spending above the... The Kansas amount. Okay. On probably all of our kids at this yeah. point. Just because, you know, you factor in the monthly tennis lessons uh-huh. for my youngest. Uh-huh. I, my youngest is actually way more involved than probably any of my other kids, which is ridiculous. At her age. But she but she hangs and she really likes yeah. all the things yeah. that she does. Yeah. But she's probably my most expensive kid right now in extracurriculars. Maybe my oldest with his traveling hockey team between the yeah. two of them. Yeah. They make up for what the other two lack. Interesting. I'm going to have to do a little bit of math myself. Yeah, what do you this think? Week. Yeah. I know I don't spend I'm going to make I'm going to make a really general broad guess. Mm-hmm. Um I bet I spend per kid or total. Per kid, per kid. Uh probably 3 to 4,000 every year hmm. per kid. No, w- without the 2-year-old. The 2-year-old's like free, basically free, but basically <laughs> everyone else she because between free. between clothes extracurriculars and like random random activities Hmm. i bet it's about that sports Hmm. are not cheap sports are not cheap. okay so the average american spends eleven thousand dollars on their children every year 
Is yeah. that is that also per kid or sorry, let me even let me even make this more specific. Hmm. The northeastern states. Mm-hmm. Northeastern. Yep. Average is eleven thousand. Whereas in the southeastern states, eight thousand. That makes sense. So so and and they go on to say that that the average parent is about eight to nine thousand. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. But I bet, mm-hmm. you know, the number varies based on the age of the kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as they get older, it actually gets you spend more. Sure. So I that's why I think the average is what it is because it's a, it's a from zero to 18. Hmm. So anyways, very interesting. Wow. Now, for those who like to do math, like my husband, um, I did a little research on how much money you might be spending raising a kid from zero to 18. I have a brother and sister-in-law that are due with a baby any day now. So this might be a good little piece of information for them. Fun. Studies show that 18% of your income will go to just feeding your kids. That is accurate. Yeah, I will not argue with that. I just went grocery shopping on Monday. It's nearly empty today already. Mm-hmm. You will spend 6% on clothing. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. I don't spend the most on clothing, so that no. makes sense that it wouldn't be the biggest number. Right. You will spend 16% of your income on childcare and education. Hmm. So those are the those are the three heavy hitters when it comes to kids and your income. Everything else is, you know, mortgage, whatever. Yeah. But um, now, if you're hearing all these and you're super worried about paying for kids, don't worry about it because this one particular article that I read points this out. Quote, it's clear that parents are making the cost of raising a child more expensive than necessary mm-hmm. when higher income parents expected to spend on average more than twice the amount of families in the lower income group. Hmm. At the end of the day, kids can be as expensive or as, as cheap as you want them to be. End quote. Now, I remember an experienced mom telling me this when I was pregnant with my first. Hmm. I remember saying, like, I don't know what I said, but she said something like, oh, they don't need anything. You give them a pot and a wooden spoon, and they will be so entertained. Right. And that is true. You, It can be as expensive or as cheap as you want it to be, and they will be just fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So anyways. Fed, loved, they'll yep. be fine. Yep. And, you know... Just get the cheap stuff because you're probably going to have to buy three coats for them at some point. Like I had to do this winter. I wasn't going to buy another coat for my son, but then my husband's like, dude, our three responsibilities are feed, clothe, and house. Yeah. You got to like put a coat on In it. that case, I think we should just recommend to all parents to get your Costco membership now. Do it. Jeez. Do it. And then, you know shop at the dollar store so that you can lose it and not feel bad about it. (laughs) All right, now it is time to put the baby to bed. Please take a minute to rate, review, comment, leave us some feedback or love. We'll take whatever you have for us because we love you and appreciate you. Be a friend to everyone. Bye.